From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ's Big Story Podcast, your nonpartisan news source for how Congress and the federal government shape the real world. Congress is stumbling towards its 4th of July recess, still unable to agree on spending levels for the new fiscal year, or for that matter, on how to fund a response to the Zika virus outbreak. Lawmakers did, however, advance a plan to allow Puerto Rico to crawl out from under $72 billion of debt, and that should at least make Wall Street happy, even if it could mean lower minimum wage and overtime for some of the Commonwealth's workers. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by CQ Economics and Budget Editor Jane Norman. Now, maybe I'm oversimplifying, but Jane, it seems a little tone-deaf to keep punting on a public health threat like Zika, but take care of hedge funds and other bondholders. Well, certainly members of the Senate were angry and frustrated and upset on both sides at the failure of the Zika spending bill, which was wrapped together with another appropriations bill. And and what happened with this bill, sometimes it's a little difficult to understand the Senate's arcane procedures, but the Senate was taking a vote to try to move this bill forward. Uh, This conference report actually is what it is, toward a final vote. And this is something called cloture, and they need 60 votes for cloture. Well, this is difficult because neither party has that number of votes in the Senate. So in that sense, it failed. The bill failed. They couldn't get it to move forward. That means that all this argument and effort that's been going on about Zika since February, it was February when President Obama proposed the first relief package for uh, Zika, $1.9 billion, is now... We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, Senator Mikulski, the top Democrat on the Senate Appropriations Committee this morning, told uh, one of our reporters that there's just there's nothing going on. There's no more negotiations going on. So it looks like they will go home for the Fourth of July recess with, with exactly that circumstance you described. The thing is, this wasn't just about money. Uh, It was about more than money. It was about policy writers in the bill. For example, money in the Zika bill would not go to family planning clinics like Planned Parenthood under, under the way the Republicans wrote the bill. Democrats objected strongly to that. Senator Reid said it was the most irresponsible legislation he'd seen in many years in the Senate. It was also about how the bill was paid for. Part of it was paid for with offsets. Part was not. There are members who who just do not agree that emergency money should be used and added to the deficit. They believe that if you're going to add money to, to spend, you got to cut it someplace else. This is a familiar pattern, especially in a year with a, an election, a lot of partisan sniping. You take one issue, like Zika virus, and then you lash it together with military construction, with veteran programs. Pretty soon you have a big bill, a big package that has a lot of things that lawmakers actually care about, but also points of contention, and, and it gets bogged down. Sometimes, in some cases, it just collapses under its own weight. Uh, The government is using money in the meantime that was approved for this year, plus an extra $589 million that the administration moved over from uh, Ebola and other infectious disease accounts to do the Zika virus work. Uh, But the fight here, it can't be stressed enough, is over new spending uh, that would be used for vaccine development, for trials, for tracking the location of mosquitoes that spread this disease, right? That's right. All these kinds of things. And the folks at the National Institute of Health and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are concerned. Uh, They say that this lack of action right now on Zika is dealing a significant blow to their response plans. Uh, These organizations, these two organizations, which are the nation's major public health agencies, were supposed to get $706 million from the Zika bill, which totaled $1.1 billion. 
and at this point it's on hold, and they don't know when that money is going to be forthcoming. You're right, they do have the $589 million that was reprogrammed, and that will and that is being used now, but it, it, it can't go on forever, and we have a new fiscal year coming in which they would need new funds appropriated as well for Zika. Speaking of that looming new fiscal year, uh, given the general lack of momentum on the 12 individual spending bills that fund the government each year and the breakdown over policy riders on the Zika bill, all signs are now pointing to a stopgap spending bill just to get us past the elections. Maybe some of the acrimony uh, dissipates. Uh, but your team's reporting this week says even that stopgap would also be problematic for the anti-Zika efforts. Yes, it would, because it's not its not clear that money would be offset enough to satisfy the hard-right conservatives in the House Republican Conference, and they might object to it in, in that form, in the, in the stopgap spending bill as well. Plus, there's always lots of fights over a stopgap spending bill. We'll probably come back in September and see all of this continue. And it's really about the only debate going on in Congress right now is about spending and money because the presidential elections and the congressional elections are coming closer and closer. Uh, members do not want to be in town very long. They're going to be out of here July 15th for a seven-week recess. They'll come back in September. They'll be here briefly. And then they're going to split town again. Against this backdrop, the Senate did do something. Uh, they do appear poised at this point to pass a Puerto Rico rescue bill that will put the island under an oversight board. Uh, both parties this week lobbied members to support the bill, even though many think it's barely sufficient. But it, it seems the passion over the prospect of Puerto Rico defaulting is, is minimal compared to the way that the lawmakers get worked up over government spending, even a small amount. Uh, no, that's right. I mean, and... and there's a lot of emotion attached to this the Zika thing. Uh, Senator John Cornyn brought onto the Senate floor photos of a baby uh, with uh, with a birth defect uh, caused by the Zika virus, and it's a very frightening prospect. Even though there are no locally transmitted cases of Zika in the continental United States yet, it is becoming a huge problem in the territories and especially in Puerto Rico. Speaking of Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico has a lot of cases of Zika already, and. Summer is here, and there are, the mosquitoes are growing, and it's, it's, it just seems really certain that this is going to be a problem this summer. Over in the House, we saw Democrats continuing to disrupt proceedings during a pro forma session. This is pretty much where they just gavel in and gavel out. They're continuing to demand gun control votes. This uh, really threw the chamber in a tizzy before they left for the 4th of July recess. They left a week earlier than Senate. How is Speaker Paul Ryan going to restore order after the break, or is he? Well, that's a good question. Uh, the speaker said yesterday on the radio in Wisconsin that he won't tolerate another sit-in. So we're all wondering, what does that mean? What does that mean that the Republicans will not tolerate another sit-in by the Democrats? Uh, it will be interesting to see when they come back because the Democrats have given every signal that they will continue to to resort to whatever means they can in, in the House to push their message that gun violence and gun control legislation must be addressed. They're doing a lot of that over the recess. They're having sit-in events across the country in their home districts. So we don't know what will happen, but certainly it will be very interesting to see. CQ Budget and Economics Editor Jay Norman on the mess that is the appropriations process. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can find all of our podcasts at rollcall.com forward slash podcasts.